Welcome back, ATL fans. I'm Joe King. I'm with the great Kent Wolverton, and this is our seventh message from the host. 7.1. Yeah, yeah, we actually... We might be on point two now, actually. We're on point two, and, I, and I'm hoping we don't have to have a point three. We had some technical issues, and if there was a video going, y'all y'all would be laughing and seeing how just spare and amateur we really are. <laughs> so, um, this is going to be a... New Year's edition. I want to give a year in review uh, and a big thank you to our loyal listeners. Uh, I want to start off with Radco Lube Gun Oil. Met Steve that uh, works there. Uh, met him through the great Tanya Glenn. We all had dinner and he sent me a care package full of. I got more lube than I know what to do with. I mean, I got, I got a very great imagination but i have a box of lube the swat guys are going to enjoy and and the narcotics folks i'm going to uh send some there and uh, and out to the range so thank i was you, curious Steve. how you were going to package that the the gun lube that is the gun uh, lube yeah you know you, you nailed it uh, well done yeah thank you <laughs> i have my moments <laughs> and this is on the 7.2 uh jane and jim molino your constant supporters uh without people like you and the philanthropy in this city uh, the, you know, Danny and I talked offline that the city is not, is not a great city because of the city leaders or for the city government, but it's for, you know, people in the, in the, that work behind the scenes and philanthropy for the first responders and the people who need it most, uh, uh, you are just incredible. Yeah. We've, we've got several families in this city that really run things and, we talk about informal leaders in the department all the time, but these are the actual leaders of, of the city of Dallas. And you've got the Dickey family. You've got, you know, the Caruths. You've got Tony Brinker. She's been huge for this police department oh, yeah. this last year. Um, there's there's all sorts of people that really kind of get things done around here. And, and I don't know that we would be as successful as a city or as a police department without those people. No, no. People like the, the, the Caruths and, and, and the Dickies, Maureen, uh Dickie and the Dickie Foundation, Betsy Orton. Um, you know, we we couldn't do it without you. In the Brinker, they just had there was something with canines, right? She is constantly getting dogs donated to this police department, and and just anytime we needed something, when I was in canine, I knew that's exactly who I needed to go talk to. And more often than not, she would come to me and say, "Hey, this is what I've got for you." Before I even asked for anything, she's just one of those people that that drives this whole place, and she's still continuing to do it. And she's got. One Community USA is a, a great group that works in the same fashion. We, we've got to have her and, and some of these other people on because her whole thing is to bring everybody together, you know, to, to have the civilians understand what the police department is doing and why they're doing it. And just to, I don't, to bridge the divide is basically how you, you put it best. You know, she's, she's pushing that message out there and, and been really great to me. No, that's awesome. And, and, and that is that in, that is why the city, city of Dallas is is great for people like that. That you know, a lot of times they they, they work from the shadows, and I just want you to know that what you do for us is is greatly appreciated. Uh, the Lone Star Corvette Club, we want to thank you for your donation. Um, you you are always in our corner, and I look forward to uh, working uh, working some more uh, fundraising events uh, in twenty twenty three with you guys. Thank you. I want to give a mention to the DPA Spouses Group. 
you ladies work your asses off in talk about behind the scenes at putting together our fundraising events whether it's the uh, the uh the clay shoot the kevin james clay shoot the uh the corolla golf tournament that that's our annual golf tournament and it was y'all's brainchild is the uh the bags for badges our purse bingo this july 15th imagine half dress first responders modeling high-end purses uh playing bingo uh cocktails and food involved and it, it's an amazing event and it's you know it's it's driven by by the uh, by the spouses group and that's that's interesting because none of these events would go on if we didn't have volunteers yeah. and and this is just a a huge group of of spouses that come together and put on these events for us they're always volunteering anytime you need something there's a group of them that are available um and that's not the only thing they do you know we talked earlier about how this group of of spouses brings in new spouses you know for new police officers or people who have just moved here are just getting involved in relationships with first responders the way it's it's different than normal work you've got shift work you've got holidays you've got weird things that happen to, to officers when they come home and, and sometimes they're still dwelling on that and they're not 100 percent wherever they're at you know you're not there in person or mentally so to learn to to deal with that and to navigate having a relationship with a first responder Having a group of people who can help you with that is just, man, it's it's big. Well, your home life is is theoretically it should be your foundation. Yeah, right? you know, and, and and to have a significant other there that's in your corner and really understands what's going on because they're going they're going through it too with you. Um, you know, but if you look at police work the way it's different, you usually have a group of people you work with that become like a second family because you're there with them at least eight hours a day. You know, if you get into any sort of specialized group, you're working with those people even more. And it's the same people over and over again. So those people become part of your family. And then you go home to your wife and you might see her for maybe six, seven hours. So the majority of your time you're spent with other people. And then you go home to your spouse. And if you can't be 100% to them, you know, at least there's another group that can explain what's going on with all that stuff too. Because sometimes as officers, we're, we're pretty lousy at explaining what's going on. Oh, absolutely. You know, in, in your significant other, you could uh, help fill your your empty cup once yep. you're once it's spent thank y'all ladies i want to give a quick shout out to uh clint mcnear and the tmpa they have a new podcast out called blue grit uh they've been supporting our first responders across the country and now they have a they're also giving their uh first responders a stage to tell their stories uh clint's uh episode is actually cu- coming up uh and i think that uh i think you're going to be really surprised and astonished that at Clint's career and his life, and also one of the uh, the co-hosts of the Catfish Cops, one of Clint's good buddies, uh, Detective Godwin. He's an internet crimes against children and specialist there in Garland, and uh, you know he came on as a guest co-host for that. Really heavy, really heavy episode, but uh, it's it's I think it's going to resonate with a lot of listeners. So y'all check out uh, TMPA podcast Blue Grit. Yeah, I think once people listen to a lot of these episodes they'll start to realize why people are so passionate about the things they are and it's it's interesting that sometimes it takes tragedy to bring the best out of people yeah absolutely and you're going to hear you're going to in Clint's episode you're going to hear pure tragedy that uh really redirected his career and we've 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 heard it in so many people that have come on uh, some of our, our guests this past year and, and the year before Kent is Lance Crawford. I mean, and, you know, Claggett. There's always something traumatic 
that happens that really shape who they are and, and it's always going to haunt them. Yeah. And, but again, the ability to take that and turn it into something positive for the rest of your life, for the rest of your career, it's remarkable. Yeah. Um, ATO is proud to, uh, let everybody know that we've been selected by the International Association of Special Investigations Unit as a recipient of their charity golf tournament for 2023. Uh, thank you, Jeff Keel. Uh, you've, you were actually on for our last message from the host and I'm um, hooking you up with a helicopter ride along uh, actually tomorrow. But every year you all have a conference in, in a city across the country and this year, uh, 2023, Dallas is going to be the host city and you all pick a local charity to give the proceeds from your golf tournament and y'all selected uh, the Sissy Oster Foundation and we can't thank you enough. Look forward to uh, going out and helping at y'all's golf tournament, meeting everybody and uh, and checking out y'all's conference. Thank y'all. Yeah, donations are a huge part of, of running an organization like this. You know, it's a nonprofit, uh, so we'll take as much money as we can get. Um, looking at the numbers that you sent already, we're at almost $200,000 for the year. Um, so any any little bit of pocket change, any donations goes a long way to to paying for this stuff that the ATO does. You know the the confidential counseling is eating the budget up, but you know the the counseling is needed. You know you you've got to have it. Uh, the fact that more people are using it, it's great. Uh, it's tragic at the same time because that means people are struggling. But you don't have to be struggling to go see a counselor. You know, get ahead of it. Don't don't let it catch up with you before you catch up with it yeah if anybody wants to donate uh they can go to atodallas.org and we the ato we 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 have we multitask and if an officer is injured or ill or has a death in a family we give financial assistance but what kent was just talking about the numbers the confidential counseling we've seen a huge increase since 7 7 2016 but just from last year, we spent 107000 just on the confidential council, and that's for police and fire. Fire take up 31% of our, our, uh, our yearly budget uh, for 2022 anyway. Uh, anyways, so we're up from 107000 and this year we haven't calculated December yet, but we're going to be pushing 190. So we've, only, we, we've almost had a 100% increase just in the council. That doesn't, that doesn't even touch the... The monies that we spent on uh, the assistance for injury, illness, or death. So the co- the counseling is is much needed, and it, you know, and it's being utilized, but it it, it does cost us. It, I don't care what the cost is. I'll, I'll say it out yep. loud. You know, I'm not paying for it. So right, uh, but it's it's worth it 100. I mean, being able to to go see a counselor, regardless of whether it's confidential or not, I, I think that's just you can't put a price tag on that. Well, you you mentioned before if you have a if you have a, a sore knee or, or you know you, you roll your ankle you're going to go to the doctor. I mean it, it's it's your body is symbiotic. It, it's a machine, and part of that machine, what runs that machine is your mind. Yeah, what we said earlier was you don't want to you don't want to learn to swim while you're drowning. You know you you've, you've got to start taking care of yourself before you get to the point that you realize you need help, and either establishing that relationship and finding a therapist that you want to talk to, or just making sure that you're okay still you know you don't you don't go schedule a physical because you're already feeling bad that that's called a, a an actual doctor's appointment you know if you got a checkup a yearly annual deal it's just like that man your mind is your it's just like your body you've got to make sure that things are running right yeah and you know that's one thing that's that's really I, i'm proud to be a part of is our our new dallas pd wellness wellness unit 
Chief Garcia uh, tasked Chief Ramirez with uh, putting together something. Uh, it was over a year ago, and he has been uh, working hard. And you know, long story short, we finally now officially have a unit. We have a lieutenant, a sergeant, and four troops, and I'm I'm part of that. We got Massey Black and uh, Nicole Glass, but what we have a bigger network of. They're called checkpoint officers, and they are handpicked informal leaders in the Dallas Police Department that are all active, and they all are respected. They are they are well known. They are liked amongst their peers. They but they're actually peers that have actually been in the trenches themselves and also had their own struggles. Uh, Kent, you're one of the you're one of the uh, the checkpointers, and and how it goes is we get all the critical incidents that not a lot of people even hear about. The suicides, the infant uh, infant offenses and child offenses, and the homicides, the many homicides that people respond to, or the fatality accidents. Uh, shout out to those traffic guys; they see uh, they see gruesome scenes uh, daily out there working these uh, these freeway accidents. Um, so a checkpointer will receive uh, a list of officers and a synopsis of the scenario uh, of, the, of the call they went on, and they would just call just to call and check on them. We're not we're not like we're not counselors, but we we're calling as a peer to check on our one of our own and also offer resources if if they may need them. Just be a just be an ear to talk to. Yeah, the big thing that that I like to get across when I talk to people is is just say, hey, you know, I just I want to check on you. I just want to make sure that you're okay. And you know, I talked to them about how long they've been on, how long it took me before I went to counseling. Um, because sometimes you you know you can navigate this career for a while and start putting things where you want them to be in, in the little boxes in your in your memory but eventually those boxes are going to come open and it's whether you open those boxes or another event opens that box for you and again you you need to be in control you know so going and talking to somebody getting that out getting out in front of it is a way better idea than just waking up one day and realizing hey i'm I'm too far gone already, and now I need to go talk to a counselor because that, God bless them, you know, they, they do what they can, but I imagine it would be a whole lot more easy for them and more beneficial to us to be there ahead of time and, and to say, hey, this is what I experienced, this is what I'm going through. Uh, that EMDR is fantastic at, at taking things that are at the front of your mind and putting them where they belong in the back of your brain. Yeah, and you know, this one thing, this this wellness unit, that that we don't wait for somebody to have a have an issue before we reach out to them and we we want to take a proactive approach and just reaching out and putting and letting people know that we're there and we want to normalize a culture of 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 self-maintenance and make making people aware that's what this podcast is we that's one of the missions of this podcast it's not just entertainment it's also to make people aware that hey uh other people are struggling other people have these incidents this is how they dealt with them this is how they could have dealt with them better we want to educate. We want to make people aware, and just at the very least, with this with this podcast, hell, you might get a couple of laughs and be entertained. Talking about some, you know, lube we got in the mail, you know, uh, for 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 guns. Well, the the cool stories are, are fun, you know, and, and yeah, I think there's a lot of value in those. But I think in discussing with those people who have who have triumphed in those situations, you get to see how they deal with it, and there's a lot of. It's just taking another tool and putting it in your toolbox for later. You know, this is how he handled it. This is what this person did. You know, maybe I could use that later. And, and that's one of the things I tell everybody I talk to on the phone for these checkpoints. I call them and say, hey, listen, I'm going to send you an email. I used to ask them, like, is it okay if I send you an email? But now I just tell them. Mm-hmm. 
uh, there's that double-edged sword of me being a supervisor. I'm, I'm going to do what I want to regardless. So I'm going to send you an email, and it's got a lot of resources on it, you know, and it's it's the OWL newsletter. I send them a link to the OWL newsletter and say, hey, maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. But, you know, maybe you see somebody else in detail who, who could benefit from these resources also. So save it, pass it on. I tell everybody, and I only call from my personal number. I call from home. I don't like to do it at the office. I feel like it's it's a more personal thing. Maybe it's just me and they don't realize it, but when I talk to you, I want it to be Kent. I don't want it to be Sergeant Wolverton. Um, and I, I try to introduce myself like that, but a lot of people want to hang up on me when I'm like, hey, it's Kent. And they're like, uh. So I have to introduce myself formally, and then I try to, to break down the, the formalness of it and actually just talk with people and let them know, you know, it's okay to, to go see a counselor. You know, you, you don't have to be in a bad mental space you don't have to be in a bad head space you can you can have a relationship with a counselor ahead of time um it did wonders for me you know I, I didn't think I was in a really bad spot I I knew I'd been through some some circumstances but I didn't want to ever get to being in a bad spot and I feel like taking that preventative measure and, and talking about it ahead of time it's just like stretching before you run you know you you, you want to take care of your body you want to take care of your mind you've got you got to do both Yep. We we just want to – Dallas PD is finally going to prioritize officers' minds, body, and their families and reach out. Now, there is no, as Sergeant Girdler likes to say, that there's no panacea that the fix all, right? We can't – but this wellness unit, we're going to be ever-evolving. We're going to be coming up with, with new ideas. Uh, you mentioned, like, you, you call – when you call these folks and – you don't. Uh, you, you talk about your rank. Well, Chief Garcia, uh, starting after the first year, he's going to be making some of these calls himself. So are the two stars, uh, Ramirez. We got uh, Alonzo and uh, Chief Martinez as the threes, and we're going to have the one star Tina Schultz. She's Deputy Chief Schultz. She's been calling folks for months. She actually was one of the original core group, and she's uh, she's been calling people, and she's even mentioned some people say, "Hey, I, I've never get a. I never actually talked to a chief unless it's something bad." You know, and, and we want to we want to normalize. We you know we can't fix all, but Chief Garcia and Chief Ramirez, we're we're going to damn sure try. And I've I've worked for a couple different chiefs on this department, and I never had a relationship with any of them until I promoted a little bit higher up. But there's not one chief on this department that I don't think doesn't care about people. You know, you, you might not be able to show it. Sometimes it's easier if you don't have that personal relationship with people when you have to do chief things and and one of the big chief responsibilities that we see underneath them is the discipline. But I think that if we create those personal relationships, you won't have the same discipline issues. You know, you'll, you know, that person. Now it's not just a chief, you know, it's not just a, a uniform with stars on the collar. Now it's a person that you actually know. And so I think you'll see as we establish those relationships and as we start checking on each other more, we won't have the same problems that we're having. You know, you won't have the, the discipline issues that you're going to see if you don't have those relationships. And I think that's that's a an overlooked aspect of, of what we're accomplishing here. Yeah, and if any other agency wants to reach out, and, and uh, our model is not perfect, but it's ever evolving. If you want to reach out and uh, and see our uh, what we got going here from our alcohol leave policy, you might listen to uh, uh, Gordon's episode, this uh, episode fifty four that we just put out. We've actually had several agencies outside of texas and uh and and some firefighter uh fire departments within uh that are local that have reached out wanting a peek of our policy because they want to mimic it and they want to help their folks like we've helped uh gordon and, and many others you know I, I saw him 
in the parking lot the other day about a week ago and just looking at him again you know I mean even since the I think it's only been a few weeks since we actually recorded that but he just looks great I mean his eyes are so full of life it's it's interesting he's got very light blue eyes and when he looks at you now there's not a cloud in those skies I mean it's it's great you know, I'm proud of him. Uh, from the moment he walked it, when I first had a conversation with him, and then I met him here at the wellness unit, um, it, it's a night and day difference. He was down here in the office uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, and we were just BSing, and uh, and I, I'm really proud of that guy. And I can't, I just can't tell you how many complete strangers have reached out to me about his episode. Civilian and and sworn have reached out saying that that episode has has really hit them and touched them, and it's much needed to hear. I, thank you again, Gordon. I hope that it it does what we thought it was would do and bring more people to to seek treatment for what the whatever their issues are at this point. Some of the messages I'm getting, I I believe it will and has honestly. Um, uh, speaking of that, I want to give a big thank you to some of our fans across the country. I mean, I, I there there's a lot of messages I get, and if you follow us on Instagram and social media, uh, social media uh, and Facebook, you'll see some of the messages I put up, and a lot of times I. I most of the times I de-identify them and I just kind of show just what was typed and I share the messages with the core group, but there's a lot of messages I get that are sent, uh, personally that I don't share that I just keep, uh, to myself and I can't, I it, getting these messages mean the world. And then it actually gives me fuel to keep doing this and it makes it feel like what Kent and I and Randy and Misty, uh, and Ed and everybody that's been involved with this podcast that what we're doing is mattering to people. So I want to give a thank you to Vassura Ginsburg from New York, uh, Cedar Rapids uh, officer Matt Janicek. He he reached out many months ago. I can't give all the details of why he reached out, but he sent a extremely long, deep email on what this podcast uh, has meant to him professionally and personally. And long story short, I'm actually going to get to meet him after the first of the year. He uh, his his department is looking to get, put together a wellness unit. And, you know, he's kind of set up the connections and I'm looking forward to meeting him and maybe having him on telling his story uh, after the first of the year. Uh, Jared from Oklahoma, man, thanks for, uh, I'll owe you some uh, patches. I'm going to be sending to you shortly. I want to give a shout out to Anthony Jepson, West Valley City, Utah PD in the Violent Crimes Unit. Y'all sent me some amazing swag. Uh, Thank you. I've I didn't know. I don't. Dallas PD doesn't even have that much variety of swag. I can't thank you enough. Uh, Jamie Thompson of Wichita PD, uh, you reaching out and and saying what Misty's episode meant to you and what these episodes mean to you and you you love the stage that we provide for first responders. It it really means a lot hearing from uh, from people like you. I know a lot of people. Um, may be thinking the same thing that they don't reach out but i want you to know we you know we we respond to every message i may not publish all the messages and i just kind of share them with a core group and some i don't share but they are really heartfelt and they mean a lot to to kent and i just gotta stop you right there you mentioned misty and it caught my attention uh she's on christmas break and i haven't seen her um we need to i think we got what three days left we need to call her up yeah and yeah misty get up here get her in yeah. the box so yeah so so yeah misty we get, she's been she's been on a uh the dispatcher recording with uh jillian etheridge uh that's that's upcoming and also the great u.s marshal chris white his uh part two electric boogaloo misty was there for and 
that I gotta I gotta say <laughs> I love Chris first episode he is our third most downloaded uh, and this one is I think it outdoes the first I can't wait for everybody to hear that well I'm real happy that you got to see Misty but I haven't seen Misty in a couple weeks all right now, we'll, so, we'll set up yeah. a we'll set up a nice hug I, session I, for I don't everybody. know if I can wait till <laughs> spring break yeah so Wendy Moore uh, thank you for always uh, tweeting about us uh, I've never met you but I I Thank you for your feedback, and I look forward to uh, seeing more tweets from you. Uh, really support. I really appreciate you supporting uh, the ATO and our podcast. Uh, Agent Rebecca Davison, thank you always for supporting us. You always reach out, and uh, I really appreciated seeing that Spotify that we were at the top of your Spotify list whenever um, you put your year in review there. Um. Lastly, I want to talk about. The great Southwest Nancy Rojas. Thank you for always listening to us, and um, we've got a few mutual friends that I've uh, I've heard from about you, you know, talked about you. You may not even know this, but they said you're an incredible human being and a great uh, great street cop. And I look forward to seeing some more feedback and also some topic suggestions you you say you have. Now, Joe, I was scrolling through social media the other day, and I saw where you had posted something about some coffee going down. What, what's going on with that? Yeah. So I want to tell listeners about a new partnership uh, we have with the First Responders Coffee Company. I was contacted by Nick. Uh, out, he's a Florida uh, SWAT member by being a part of a sponsorship with the First Responder Coffee Company. Brent Tucker is the owner of the company's former Delta Force uh, operator and also Green Beret. He has a passion to give back to the first responder community. Uh, he really loves what the ATO's uh, doing when it comes to uh, improving first responders' mental health with our confidential counseling. Uh, we are the first Texas uh, law enforcement agency uh, that, that they have partnered up with, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, you can go to frccoffee.com to check out their product and use a promo code ATO when purchasing, and they will credit the sale of the uh and all the profits go to the directly to the ATO account. Uh, again, just look up First Responders Coffee Company and use promo code ATO. I'm real excited uh, about uh, this future partnership with, the, with with these guys and having many conversations and uh, and calls with them. Um, you know, I, I I'm looking forward to actually getting them on for an episode too because having a Delta Force operator and um, Green Beret and also a barista. Yes, and now now the barista and, and a SWAT operator out of Florida. I'm sure we can. We got quite a few stories we could we could uh, yeah, get out of those guys. Um, upcoming episodes, we have Doctor Eastman. Uh, that that conversation that is like three guys sitting in a room bullshitting, but it is the t- what what Doctor Eastman has accomplished. It's just amazing starting up the the SWAT doctor uh, program with uh, Bob Owens and it growing to what it is today and being chief of trauma at Parkland Hospital, which is one of the most historic hospitals in uh, in Dallas and Texas. And you know, Kent, you you worked with him closer than I have over there in SWAT. He's just that guy that is constantly pushing the envelope. You know, always always wanting to take things just a little bit further than, than they already are. And, you know, if, if there's an ounce of improvement that can be made, he wants to go ahead and do it. And, man, just a, an inspirational dude when it comes to that. Yeah, I, his, I, I'm excited. His 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 episode, I believe, we're going to try to get out before the, uh, before New Year's, I'm hoping. 
Uh, Danny's got his work cut out. Um, yeah, he's Danny's super busy being on Dallas SWAT himself. And uh, but Dr. Eastman, you're up next, followed by Clint McNear. Um, we got Bob Gorski right after that, which is another. He he's been he he has represented the Dallas Police Association for almost five decades, and there's not been a fight against the city of Dallas or just a fight against the department for an officer's behalf that he hasn't had a hand in across the state of Texas. It's not just Dallas PD he he represents. Yeah, no, he he runs a a really big operation and it's it's crazy. You know, the first time I needed to call him, I I got the uh the uh answering service and I didn't really know how that worked, but uh I'm I'm extremely grateful that it did cuz things worked out well for me. Uh but Bob and his his group of attorneys, man, top notch all the way around. Yeah, Zach and and and, and Snyder, man, y'all are, y'all are amazing, and I can't wait till we uh, we get out his episode. We got the Candelaria twins, the aka the Island Boys. They <laughs> they're coming up. Uh, we got great homicide detective uh, Andrea Isom. Uh, she's actually up for uh, the big uh, Dallas Police Association Cops Cop Award. Uh, so. Keep fingers crossed for her that she may walk away with the top, the top award uh, for cops cop for 2022. Yeah, at least in the top 12, huh? Oh, she's at least in the top 12 <laughs> in the department. But her episode, man, it's pure homicide investigations, which we have a lot of true crime. Uh, going to that true crime, true crime podcast festival, uh, I met a lot, quite a few uh, true crime enthusiasts, yeah. and uh, they're going to be interested in hearing hers. I'm sure that's a great episode. Yeah, we got Matt Smith, uh, who has dedicated his life to <laughs> Dallas SWAT, and that that episode is a uh, yeah. It's it. I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward for the listener to. I mean, I, I I've I've heard all these, but I'm looking forward to getting these polished up and giving them to you, the listeners. Well, the feedback is is a really big part for for you. Um, this isn't really easy. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it that I don't think everybody understands uh, from, you know, scheduling guests and, and co-hosts and getting everybody around to editing it and pushing it out and the social media aspect. And I know you've got some help with, with a lot of that stuff, but the feedback from the, the listeners really kind of fuels the entire fire to burn this thing down. Yeah. As long as I have the, you know, we're, Agent Davison and, and Nancy Rojas and, uh, and and Matt, people like that, emailing me and messaging me. These are going to keep coming, uh, and we want to have a variety of uh, we want to have a variety of topics and guests. And we have we have quite a few interesting people where we're going to sit down with after January one. But we already have fourteen episodes recorded that haven't aired yet. So, guys, y'all got y'all got a lot. Y'all got months of content. <laughs> That we're gonna be, you're gonna, be, we're gonna be in your ear for uh, at least half the year. With if we don't record another episode, you're gonna, you're gonna have episodes uh, to listen to. Well, we've discussed just a myriad of, of different topics and, and people to bring on, but that's usually our ideas. So, what's interesting is when people provide ideas of, of who they want to hear and what they want to hear. And you know, if you if you think of it, we pretty much got it on the Dallas Police Department or, or some one of the surrounding agencies or you know, the fire department, the counselors, whatever it is you want to actually hear, uh, your input's always, always welcome. And we'll do our best to, to set something up that matches what you're talking about. Oh yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of episodes that we've already recorded and we've already aired that have been suggestions from, uh, from 
from complete strangers. They've emailed me at atobridging at gmail.com. And hell, the Dynamic Warrant series, that was that was a suggestion. Uh, having a homicide detective on, having J.D. Bias on the SWAT negotiator, that was from Sura. I mean, we've had so many people reach out and say, hey, what about this? Damn, that's a pretty good idea. Because our, our uh, you know, our capacity for you know being talented and, and creative we're i'm pretty limited so <laughs> i kind of let other people carry me along but uh yeah please email atobridgen at gmail.com uh you know um if you also want to uh donate to the atl's cause go to atldallas.org and there's you can look up information on us uh, about our history uh about the board members or also if you want to donate atldallas.org kent you got some um uh, some People yeah, I've got you a few think? more. Um, a lot of people come on here and really open themselves up, and and I think the the guests need a special thank you also, um, not just for coming on, but for coming back. Oftentimes, uh, they help co-host, they suggest other guests, they bring other people on, uh, they really kind of bring out the best of this entire podcast, and I appreciate every one of those. I mean, we've got fifty three released, fifty four. Yep, Gordon, fifty four. That's a lot of people that that have been courageous enough to come on here and tell their story. You know, some of them are, are very positive and some of them aren't always positive. And, and that's, it takes a lot to, to put that out there onto the interwebs and, and knowing that it's going to be out there forever. Um, I must bring this on you. I know I didn't tell you anything, but I want to thank you, man, for, for having the vision to, to do this and to see it through. Um, we talk about how the checkpoints are, are therapeutic for us mm-hmm. and listening to these is, was beneficial but actually coming on and taking part and helping out a little bit every one of those things is is beneficial to me and i've talked to other people that say the same thing so thank you for doing this also well thank man thank you a lot it means a lot thank you for being a part of it and you know i i like to get my friends involved in this i like to get i like to surround myself with good people and competent people because it makes me look a hell of a lot better and thank you for for being a part of it uh thank you randy thank you misty uh god misty i love you i, I can't wait to get you back over here and, and can't apparently wants a bunch of hugs uh ed lujan for for uh letting us do this in first place and representing ato and and ed does not put a leash on me he trusts me uh i don't know why but he trusts me being off leash to put this content out there and can't uh, i i'm excited to see what we're going to do in 2023 um we've already got hell i think you bet we got eight episodes you and i've recorded and uh misty's and misty and randy we've we've recorded that that you know since you joined and uh i'm looking forward to 2023 and getting a a shitload more for the listeners yeah man it's gonna be fun all right till we meet again be safe and let's take care of each other